What's up, guys? It's your girl, Brooklyn's Finest, and you are now tuned into Talk Yo Ish Podcast. Welcome, guys. I know it's been a few days, and I am here. I am back. I have been a little under the weather, as you probably can hear it in my voice, but I'm good. I'm getting better. And no, it wasn't the coronavirus for the thousandth time that I had to explain to people. I had a common cold. The crazy part is that you can't even tell people that you have a cold because people will think that you have the virus. No, people, there were colds before the virus. Remember that thing that you had to go home and take tea for and, you know, put some Vic Sab on your chest like your grandmother used to teach you? Yeah, I had a common cold, people, so I'm kind of just getting over it. So excuse my voices if it's a little crackle, guys. But um, I just wanted to come on in and say welcome. It is Wednesday, January 20th. It is a uh, great day today, um, not only because it's January 20th and it's the inauguration of uh, Biden, President Biden, but it's a great day just because. Okay, it's a lot going on in the world today. And yes, our timelines and our social media has been flooded with the inauguration of Joe Biden and Kamala Harris going into the White House. Trump left this morning um, and Biden was put in this afternoon. So there's so much that I can say. But my mama always told me, if you ain't got nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all. So <laughs> what I am going to say to you guys is uh, congratulate uh, Biden and Kamala Harris. Uh, I hope you guys do a wonderful job in the term of the White House. And I pray that things work out according to plan. That's all I have to say. <laughs> Again, my mama told me, if you ain't got nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all. So I'm going to just say that one nice thing and I'm going to move on. So again, congratulations to the new uh, president and vice president of the United States of America. Now let's see what you guys are going to do because that's all I care about. I really could care less about the inauguration. I could care less about any of the all of this hippie, hippie hooray stuff that you guys are putting on. I just want to see what you're going to do. What's what's good? What we what we getting ready to do? Because it's a lot that needs to get done. Period. All right. A lot needs to get done. So again, good for them. Now let's move on. Another day, another chapter in life. So again, we're in the first quarter of 2021 because y'all know me. I get straight to the business. I don't have time for the BS. Um, And we have a lot of things to discuss. There's a lot of things going on political in the world and unpolitical in the world that, um, that we do need to figure out what are we going to do next. So guys, since we are still in the first quarter of 2021, uh, we got a new president. Uh, we got Trump out of the office. He His term is done. Um, he has done some things before he actually pardoned ways. He made some pardons. Uh, one was Lil Wayne. Um, so he did give him a pardon. He gave Kodak Black a pardon. Um, he also gave this young lady a pardon um, that I'm, I'm a little, I don't want to say concerned, 
But I'm just curious, why her? Um, if you guys don't know who I am, speaking of, it's the young lady that uh, was put in the federal prison for, you know, doing drug trafficking. I think her name is Alexandria something. I'm sorry. I can't think of her name right off the tip of my tongue. I'm supposed to do my homework. Yes, I know. But again, I'm sick and I'm coming off of drugs. So bear with me. Okay. Um, but she snitched on the Mexican cartel and she got time, of course, for her trafficking, of course. Um, but she was part of Rock Nation, if I'm not mistaken. But Trump supposedly gave her a pardon. Mm. I'm, I want to know why. Like, can somebody call Trump for me? <laughs> I need to know. Little Wayne and Kodak Black, I can understand. But this young lady, I need to know where is the benefit of parting her? And the next big question is, is she going back to Rock Nation? Is, is is they letting her, Jane them letting her back? What, what are we doing over there? That's what I need to know. It's a lot going on in the news, people. I, I, I just, I'm just trying to be, understand why. People make mistakes. Trust me, I get it. I ain't questioning that woman, but what she had to do to survive. Because one thing I was always taught raising, being raised as an adult. It's never a question a man on how he has to make his money. Because somehow, somewhere, he got to feed his family. Society has made it difficult for a black man to provide for his family. That's not making an excuse for you to go out and do nonsense. That's what I'm not saying. But what I am saying is when a man has to do what he has to do to take care of his family, he does what he has to do. Now, with women, hey, same thing. I don't question nobody when they out there stripping, shaking, twatting, twerking. I don't look. However you got to make it to shake it, hey, that's on you. I ain't got nothing to do with it. I don't want to get involved. I'm just here for the, the shenanigans. That's all. But I never question people on how they make their money. So however she felt she needed to do to survive, that's what she felt she needed to do. Unfortunately, she got caught up in a world that had to give her some time. Um, but, hey, Trump felt the need to pardon her and let her come out of jail. So now, where do you go from that? Where do you come? This is my question. If you've been doing time for drug, drug trafficking or some horrific type of crime that caused you to get federal time, Okay, that is now on your permanent record. What do you come out and do after that? I'm not saying that you can't come home and do something positive with your life. But society, unfortunately, will not really give you a second chance. People may sometimes give you a second chance, but society, unfortunately, is just not going to do that. They just want to look at you, turn the left cheek and keep it pushing. So. The question is, is people look at this young lady as a snitch. So I'm not calling her a snitch. Not at all. I'm just saying what society is calling her. What does she come out now that she has a label to be a snitch? A lot of people that have gotten out of jail that are under government protection. That means they can't be touched. That means if you are a snitch for the FBI or the alphabet boys, okay? And you 
do work for them, you are not their personal property. So by law, you can't touch them. If you harm a piece of hair on their head, you go up under the prison. Do you understand that? They belong to them. So if you touch these people that have assisted the alphabet boys to conduct an investigation or an arrest and you hurt them, harm them, anything, you go go up underneath the prison, period. So I guess if you help, if you hurt a snitch, <laughs> your ass is, is done. Forget it. So don't even leave the snitches alone. Leave them right where they at. Because uh, trust me, you're going to be up under somebody's prison. You'd be best off just leaving them be. Let them just walk past them and call them all the names you want to call them. You just can't touch the hair on their pretty heads. That's all to it. But how do they come back out into society and survive? They went in there doing something they ain't had no business doing to get caught up. They used to it. They've been in jail under prison for a minute. Now they got to come out and survive. How are they going to come out and survive? Because the government ain't going to provide a lifestyle for them. No, no, no. That doesn't work. We're going to pro pro provide protection for you for the rest of your life. Yes, that we will give you. But we're not going to provide you a lifestyle where you can live comfortably. No, that's not our job. Sorry. So what are they supposed to do? That's my question. I want to know. And if anybody knows the answer, please comment below. <laughs> please go to my Instagram page at Brooklyn's Finest 347. Let me know because I need to know. I really do. I mean, people ain't abiding by the code of the street. They feel like it is what it is. Look at Takashi 69. He walking around here like he ain't did not near nothing ever. But he got protection for the rest of his life. He ain't worried about y'all touching pretty here on his head. Because he is owned by the government. But this is the crazy part. When you do that, your life is never the same. You can't never walk the streets regular schmegler ever again in life. So understand before you make the decision to snitch or tell or however you want to call it. You got to think about what your life is going to be after the fact. Now, I'm not saying if it's to protect your family or for... Something that makes sense, I guess, in your brain to snitch, then do what you got to do. But this is my whole policy about the streets. All right. I, there's a code to the streets, y'all, whether you want to believe it or not. Live and die by the streets. If you going to go out there and walk the walk, you better be able to talk the talk. You better be able to put on your big girl panties and your big boy drawers and be able to handle your scandal. Don't go out there walking these streets acting like you the man or you the woman. And then when it gets time and things get rough, you want to run and tell. It don't work like that. So this is what I always tell people in this hustle and these games and these licks. When people be like, oh, well, can it come back and burn you? It's a hustle. It's a lick. What you think? There is always a possibility it's going to come back and bite you. So if you don't think you can deal with the time that might come behind this hustle or lick or bite, then this ain't the road for you. You might want to sit at home and get a nine to five job. But when you make the decision to go out there and be in these streets and hustle, it comes with a price tag. And the price tag means the code of the streets is keep your mouth closed. Now, if you want to run and snitch, and I'm not condoning if you do or if you don't. If you choose to snitch, it is what you do. But your life ain't never the same. You ain't never got that respect no more. 
Nobody ain't going to never really fuck with you like that ever again. So what life do you actually have? You can't really go around depending on what you snitched and who you snitched on makes a huge difference. How you going to move now for the rest of your life? Or if you can even go back to your own hometown. It makes a huge difference. So I just tell these people, hustling for ain't for everybody. It ain't for everybody. So if you don't have the balls to do the time, don't do the fucking crime. Period. Just don't do the crime. If you don't have the balls to do whatever it is that you was comfortable enough to go out there and handle, then you don't need to do it. Because eventually you got to come home. And eventually you got to face them same people that either you snitched on or their family members. And what are you going to say then? And even though you might be protected by the government, that don't mean nothing. Sometimes these niggas out here don't care. They don't care. They'll take that risk because it's worth putting you six feet under the ground. So again, what I'm saying is if you can't do the time, don't do the crime. So that that's my PSA for the day on snitching one on one. I don't believe in the code of snitching. It's, it's part of the streets. I just feel like if I'm a hustle and I'm a bust this lick, it is what it is. I got to take it what it comes with it. And if I don't want to take it with it comes with it, was, I was comfortable when I was out here living my best life doing it. Right. So now when the shit get hot, I want to get scared and you can't do that. And a lot of y'all tend to do that. Trust me, I've turned my back on friends when I thought that they would snitch. When you when things got a little hot and you got scary, oh yeah, trust me, they know who they are out there. I stop fucking with you because I, I don't do that. That's one thing I don't do. I take care of my peoples and I take care of my family. I don't do that. So if I'm out here doing what the fuck I got to do, regardless of what it may be, I understand what the consequences could possibly be. I might not like the consequences, but shit, I was okay living my best life while I was doing it. So it, it, it comes with a price. So if your ass ain't ready to do the time, sit y'all little non-hustling asses down. Acting like you big balling and you ain't doing crap. I'm so sick of tired of y'all. I'm so sorry, y'all. I'm sorry. I had a moment there. <sighs> All right. So let's get back to, to the basics. So that was my PSA one-on-one to snitching. I just wanted to know, you know, how do you go back from snitching? Where, how your life go? What, what kind of life do you come back to? How does that work? I mean, somebody got to tell me. Please come to Brooklyn's Finest 347 on Instagram and let me know because I need to know what is it that you have to do to get back to regular life? Because I, I don't know if there is a regular life after snitching and coming out of the feds. <laughs> I really don't. But if you didn't snitch and you went in for a white collar crime, tell you can come back to regular life. You might not be able to get a regular job. You may not be able to go back to that type of world, but you can come back to society and people will just respect you as it was before you went in. But if you went in on some snitching, yeah, your life is over. You might as well pack up and move to a whole nother state because nobody's going to respect you on the streets. And you're probably going to be a little frightened to even walk the streets. So I'm real curious with this young lady that Trump has given her a pardon. How does she come back home and what is she coming back home to? All right. So now that we got a new president in the office, y'all real quick, how do y'all feel about that? A lot of people was team Biden, oh, Biden and Kamala. Y'all was so team that. 
But let's see what Biden and Kamala could, could do. Now, I don't have no ill will or no beef towards Biden or Kamala at all. I'm not a hatred type of person. But I just don't feel like it was their time to be in office. I feel like some things are about to come out about the both of them or one of them that society is not ready for. Now, they said that today was going to be like a, a big like civil war type thing because people wasn't ready for Trump to leave and, you know, Biden coming in. It was going to be a big issue, but clearly it wasn't. D.C. supposed to be went on lockdown, but I haven't heard any violence, which is a great thing. Um, it was a political, um, peaceful rally. Um, the inauguration wasn't live, so don't think that. And it was in a secret location, of course, because they had to protect, of course, the new president and the new vice president. There's a lot to come. So we don't even know what to anticipate in the coming forth of them being in office. I just want to say one thing to Biden and Kamala. I hope y'all are ready to make change. And I hope y'all ready to make change now. Because people don't want to wait till later. People don't want to hear your excuses. They don't want to hear nothing that you got to talk. Y'all Democrats showed up and showed out. All right, you got the floor. Y'all turned Georgia. So here it is. Now you got to prove your point. That's my whole thing. You could talk the talk, but let me see if you can walk that walk. Because that's going to make the real big saying. And if you guys voted for Biden, I didn't vote for Biden. I didn't. I voted for Trump. If you didn't know, now you know. I have my reasons. I'm not going to explain them the umpteenth time why I voted for Trump, but I did. But now that Biden and Kamala's in office, which is not a problem for me, because, I, again, I don't have any hatred in my blood towards any candidate. I just wanted the best person to win. I just felt like. Bringing a new president into the office now would have just been horrible. It just would have been a bad turnout. He's not going to be able to clean up nothing that Trump has already done or created. He's not going to be able to fix the damage that's already been damaged on. He's just not going to be able to do that in his first term. So then he's going to get a lot of booze because he's not fixing it fast enough for society to accept it. So I just felt like let Trump stay in there one more term. Let him try to attempt to fix the damage that he's done or create enough ruffle for the next president to come in so he won't have to deal with that much fluff but no y'all got trump out biden is in now biden got a lot of fluff on his shoulders he got a lot of expectations to meet up to do you know how much pressure that can be on one human being by itself hell bills piling up on one individual could give them a heart attack imagine the whole united states of the america is looking at you and wanting you to make change now and you can't and people talking about you and hating you and the hate mail and the hate crime and your family that can kill somebody in the stress alone so i just didn't feel it was the appropriate time to bring a new president in with everything we've been dealing with within 2020 but hey, I'm just a little peon voice in the community. I'm just here to talk to you guys. <laughs> Clearly, they don't hear my little voice. But I just thought that it could have been a better term to bring in a new president. It just wasn't time. But now that they're here, I just pray that they can make things happen accordingly. Because trust me, if they do not, y'all are going to see a whole hysteria of a lineup nonsense about to go down some things are about to come out regardless whether we want to believe it about biden um and kamala i know you guys probably don't want to hear that you probably like yeah brooklyn you don't know what you're talking about but trust me 
Hit me when I say some things are going to come out. And I don't want to say I told y'all so because I don't believe in I told you so. But I'm going to just say, all right, now y'all president. This y'all president. Now make sure you got your president back when things go left. If it don't go out the way y'all wanted to, still have your president back. Because if you're going to be loyal, you got to be loyal to the end. Whether it's good, bad, or ugly. Because I was still loyal with Trump to the end. Regardless. I ain't, I ain't say I love the man, but I just said I support some of his causes and I voted for him. So it is what it is. So all I'm going to tell y'all now is no matter what comes out about Biden and Kamala or Biden or Kamala or both, don't matter. Y'all better be loyal to the end. Y'all better have a back to the end. I don't want to hear no flip-flopping, no wishy-washy, no nothing. You better have a back to the end if y'all was their supporters, period. I just pray that they got a great plan. I pray that they got some great progress getting ready to happen because if they don't, this ain't going to end well. This not going to end well at all. It already ain't starting off right with me just from the inauguration. So I saw a few things in the, the videos that I wasn't pleased with that I was a little confused about. And I'm not going to bring it up. But if you guys are paying attention, you would have been paying attention to those videos and saw some things yourself and have been like, how is that possible? That don't make no sense. And again, I'm not going to bring it up, but I hope y'all will pay attention. Just keep watching. Sometimes the underlinement of things are what you need to be paying attention versus what's in front of you. The things that people are not talking about, the things that people are not pointing out are the things that you might need to pay attention to. That's all I'm saying. So in saying that, guys, we got a lot to go on for 2021. We want to make this year a better year than 2020. We can't forget everything that has happened, all the people that we have lost and that we're still losing um, every day to, due to this horrible pandemic, COVID. Um, I've lost a lot of friends and family. I've lost a lot of, um, a lot of friends, friends of mine, their family have been lost behind COVID. Um, condolences to... One of my close friends right now, she's just buried her grandmother today. Um, my condolences to her and her family. Um, it's hard to bury a, a family member. It really is. That's not the easiest thing to do at all. It's painful, especially when you couldn't say goodbye. So I will say this to you guys before I end. Life is very short. And as we can see in 2020, shorter than we ever anticipated it to be so love on your people as much as you possibly can my motto is never go to sleep upset because you never know if that person will wake up the next morning or if you'll wake up the next morning we have to appreciate what we have in front of us while we have it between the pandemics between society and the, and the United States of America, we don't know what's going on with this world. We're just trying to survive. But right now, as you guys can see, it's rough. And we're losing people quickly. One minute they're here and the next minute they're gone. And God forbid if you get some type of cold or infection and you have to go in the hospital... You don't get to see your loved ones no more. So you don't know what's going on once they go into those hospital doors. You don't have no right to make a decision. You can't call. You can't check. You can't do nothing. So hear me when I say 
Love on your family. Love on your friends. Protect them with everything that you have. I know we took this pandemic as a joke, but clearly it's not, guys. So I really want you guys to stay masked up. Keep your social distancing. And keep your hand sanitizer on you. It's real. Even with me just having a common cold, I'm not going to lie and say I wasn't worried and thought that I didn't have the virus. I was a little worried. More worried because I have a 7-year-old a daughter, a 15-year-old son, and a 21-year-old daughter, and a 68-year-old mother that I take care of. And I didn't want to affect them. So I had to lock myself in the house for three days alone by myself to make sure that this was just a common cold. And yes, it was a common cold. And I'm getting better now. It's a process, but I'm a lot better than I was. But it was a cold. It wasn't no more than a cold. Um, we can't start automatically assuming when someone tells you they don't feel good that they have the virus. Stop doing that too. Stop making people feel like that. That they can't tell you or they can't cough or they can't sneeze around you. Because hell, we had colds before the damn virus came. Stop it. Cut it out. But also, people, if you know you have something more than a cold, you know it's more than a cold. You can feel it's more than a cold. Don't take your ass outside. Don't infect other people, innocent people that's not asking for this. If your ass don't feel good and you know it's more than a normal cold, say your ass in that house. Call somebody to assist you at your front door. Lock your ass in that house for 14 days till you get better. And if it's uncontrollable and you cannot take it, then you have to go to the hospital. Then you got to go to the hospital. But in the meantime, in between time, stay away from the public if you know that that's what it is. Okay? Period. <laughs> All right. I ain't mean to get so serious on y'all. But I be having to sometimes with y'all. Because y'all be doing just the most. And I just be like, really? This is what we doing right now? This is what we doing right now? <sighs> Guys, it's been fun today. It's August. I'm so, oh, my God. It's August. Lord have mercy. Did I just say August? <laughs> it is January 20th. Oh, 2021, guys. Please make sure you follow me on Instagram at Brooklyn's Finest 347. Make sure that you tune into my show on FUBU Radio every Thursday, 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You got to download the FUBU app to tune in. Listen to me and all my wonderful radio personalities and DJs. We do the damn thing on FUBU Radio. You can go to iHeart, TuneIn's, um, your Google App Store, your, your App Store, Google Play. Download FUBU Radio and tune in. My show again is every Thursday, 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And here on Talk Your Itch Podcast, my show airs, I had to change my times real quickly, guys, because I got some things going on, but we're going to go back to full week in about another 30 days. But right now, we're every Wednesday and Friday, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So make sure you download the iHeartRadio app, type in Tokyo-ish radio, and you will see me or hear me live at 10 p.m. on Wednesdays and Fridays while I talk my ish on this podcast. If you guys got any comments or anything that you want to add or a topic you want to talk about, please don't hesitate to send a comment below or send me a DM on my Instagram page and I'll definitely get your topic on. 
I'm Brooklyn's finest and I do this with you guys and I give you all of me for 30 minutes, 100%. We talk all the ish that we can here and I keep it 100 with y'all without a shadow of a doubt. Until next week, guys. Well, not next week, till Friday. <laughs> till Friday, guys. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Enjoy the rest of your week. Please, please, please stay masked up. Practice social distancing. Keep your sanitizer on you and love on your family because they're not guaranteed to be here tomorrow. And until we talk on Friday, y'all have a great night. Mwah!